All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. is presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan. Top of the morning to you, everybody. Uh, welcome to Coming In Hot, brought to you by Botano. Hi, Yorkie. Bobby is off today. Yeah. Uh, Yorkie, we are delayed doing the 9 a.m. show to 9.30 because I am frantically trying to find the panic button in here, and I can't. Listen, chicken little. <laughs> didn't see what i said last night i said it's not time to press the panic button perhaps have a good though tweet. perhaps nice. though the protective glass casing that protects the panic button might be starting to slide open a little bit i i'm in, in case of an emergency break glass at this point Smash the glass over. <laughs> I've seen Let's, this dog and pony show before. No, listen, not. I know, I know it's six games in. I get it, Yorkie. But and I and I, if you look at the score, you're like, oh, they only lost six to four. Well, the game wasn't even close to six to four. Uh, we can get to that in a sec. My concern is the way that they are playing because it looks eerily similar to the last four seasons. Yeah, so first off with the goals last night, a few of those goals, that stuff happens from time to time where you get the double uh, deflection, it caroms off one stick, off the other, goal from behind the net. That's going to happen from time to time during the season. Not a great time for it to happen right now. The thing I don't like 
And I think when we when we do our show again tomorrow, we'll we'll, we'll do a little video because our you know getting to show people properly some of the things that I'm seeing. I think it takes a little more time to put things together. But I just found for me, you got to be tougher to play against. And there were moments last night when they have the puck in the offensive and we look fantastic. You got the puck here. Puck possession's great, and you can see the skill, but too many times I'm watching in key moments of the game, and these and these weren't even goals. I call them flybys, where you'll go at somebody yeah. on Buffalo, and you'll just make it too easy for them to get through to the neutral zone, or a couple times the D come outside the dots, and they don't they don't take the body. They let they let their man go, and that happened numerous times early in the game. I just thought, what's well, you want to start on time. You you want to play the right way. And you just, that one goal, for example, great play by the, uh, it was the turnover checker. And they tried that face off play, took the puck down, popped it out to, to Kubelik. That's a really nice play, but I just find early in the game, don't, don't beat yourself. Don't try plays that aren't there. Just you're, you're a skilled enough hockey team. Where if you just play the right way and and don't try and beat yourself early, you're you're just gonna you're gonna increase your odds of winning that much more. And I just thought they were too easy on a team like Buffalo. And I'll give Buffalo credit; they didn't play like the Buffalo Sabers normally do. They didn't turn the puck over. They managed the puck much better than Ottawa did. So I just think again, Ottawa. It's almost to me like Ottawa's starting to read what people are saying about them, how good they are. And you're going to have a great year. And then all of a sudden you think, okay, you play well, but you don't, you got to play hard in this league every, 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 uh, every game because anybody can beat anybody. And I just think Ottawa has to get back to playing more basic, be harder in their own zone and, and just make the other team battle and earn their ice instead of giving it to them. And that's to, to me. Yeah. There were guys that worked hard. And I, I listened to the coach last night after the game, some guys worked hard and you could see it in his voice. Some guys didn't, and that and that's what I saw too. And I shouldn't say I shouldn't say didn't work hard. I'm gonna say it. I'll phrase it this way: They're not working smart. Uh, they You're, need to be better. That's yeah. That's pretty if you want to just phrase things, but it's just quit, quit, quit giving easy plays to the other team, and you gotta block more shots. You can't. You can't. Yeah, sure, those pucks come from the from the point, and it's deflected, but. You got to get in lanes. You got to make sure those don't get to the net. If you're a defenseman, and that's the other thing we got to, I'd love to show some video on this is you got to do a way better job in front of the net. Number one, a boxing out. Number two, taking sticks. If I used to have a rule as a defenseman. When you're in front of the net and you know, of, uh, here's the thing, you got to read. It's almost like you're a, you're a, you're a free safety or, or, or a defensive back. You're watching the defenseman from the point. And if you know he's got time to take a slap shot, the chances are you're not going to be able to block it. So you got to grab a stick and you got to make sure he's not going to tip that or get him out of the way. But if you know a wrist shot's coming, you got to front because you know you can get in front of that guy and block it. If it doesn't get by the first guy, it gets. And I'm seeing these floaters get through. And to me, it's just the defense got to do a way better job in front of the net of, of just not giving those easy plays up. Well, who knew that Artem Zub was the team MVP at this point? <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's those quiet guys, right? Like it's yeah. he's important. He's an important guy, but it shouldn't be like this. And so, Yorkie, here's the problem: is and I kind of just alluded to it. Is it's not 
we can all live with off games and we can live with a -hmm. sloppy game defensively here and there. But the problem is everybody's heightened awareness of time of year and how this team has started hockey games for sure. And how they play defensively. And in the first few games, they were great. Scoring chances were down. You didn't see many odd man rushes. Everything seemed to be going. Goalies were playing really well. And then the last two games, all that goodwill that they've made up and done looks completely like another time. Looks like we just went back in time. I liked I liked their game against Detroit. I, I thought they deserved a better fate in that game. I thought they were the better team. I thought Detroit was just more opportunistic. This game I didn't like. I just thought you lost to Detroit. You probably deserved a better fate. I know you had the ceremony and everything, but just again, to me, it's you play a team like Buffalo, you you have to make it harder on them to get through the neutral zone, to get to the front of the net. You can't give those easy tips. You can't you can't have the flybys. Here's a, a lot of what I saw last night. There's a lot of hope plays going on where you're a skilled guy. There's a scrum in the neutral zone. You're a forward. You're skating by. You're hoping to tip it by the D with your stick and, and get that jump on them. Then you end up on the wrong side of the puck if you don't if, if you don't do it. So it's just you're you're hoping that something good happens rather than making sure something good happens. And that's you you can't play that kind of hockey. And that's what Buffalo usually wants to play. It's like run and gun, hope hockey. You got enough skill if you're Ottawa where you don't have to hope you get chances. Chances will come from playing good defensive hockey. And I just, they got away from that last night. Then the game got away from them. And sure, they could have used some timely saves at the right time, but uh, Ottawa got what they deserved last night. Now, and full marks, they came back. Good sign at the end of the game, but the, the score wasn't indicative of, of what was no. going on in this game. And to me, too many hoping for the too much hope plays and just too easy to get to the neutral zone and too easy to get to the front of the net. Uh, we will get to the Brady Kachuk, Alex Tuck incident in a moment. Plus we will get to the Anton Forsberg start of the third period incident in a moment. Um, as always, this show brought to you by Botano. Uh, and now Bobby and myself are ahead of Yorkie. I saw in the, uh, <laughs> yeah. in the team pick. You didn't want to take Buffalo either. You were so happy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I knew all along, uh, Yorkie. Um, yeah. so I, anyway, go to Botano, download the app and, uh, get in on all the action live bet builder, same game parlays, yeah. uh, all that stuff, Botano, uh, our good presenting partners. And, uh, we couldn't do this show without them also by BEI Bonisher excavating Inc. Uh, 613-432-1120 excavating.com for all your equipment rentals, aggregate topsoil sales needs in the Ottawa Valley, uh, BEI helping to shape the Ottawa Valley. Okay. Yorkie. Yeah, just one one more one more thing on the game too. Like you go back to the beginning of that game last night, Ottawa had some good licks early. Like they had some opportunities to score, and it's they don't go for you. Instead of just sticking with what you're doing, you you get away and you and you try and almost force things. And just going back to that one play where, or I was talking about when Kubalik popped up and you tried that little back pass to them. That to me, that's you're trying to force things that aren't there. Just just stick to the game plan. Like, yeah, it didn't go your way. Just don't don't give Buffalo unnecessary opportunities that you don't need to give them. And I'm sure when they're going through video, they'll learn from that stuff. But hey, I, I'm with you. Like three and three, it's not the end of the world. But this, well, so this, this that was but my this, point. That, but 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 now it's like three and three is not the end of the world. But now this game, this next game against New York is huge. Like you just 
you uh it's weird you, right suddenly yeah. seven games into the season and we feel like it's the cliche yeah. must win and i'm like wait well, a sec we're there's 76 games left in the season right now there is there is and so and, and you but, listen to Claude, this is when a guy like claude Giroux will step up and say hey boys enough's enough you heard him last night don't don't press the panic button that's up to the players everybody on the outside can press the panic button and run around with their hair on fire now we'll see what the players do okay <laughs> because now, like it's that's when you got to get together as a group and just eliminate the noise get back and play the way you can yes now but two things one now claude Giroux and the rest of the ottawa senators are being asked yeah. about their struggling game that so now it's starting to get into their heads because they know what's happened the last few years. We've talked about it ad nauseum about getting off to a great start. And it yeah. feels like as of today, they're 0-6. That's what it feels like. <laughs> it's so I, well, I feel like over, I, I feel like Chris Farley there. and just dripping sweat and panicking. Like, like what do we do? Or John Candy. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> I, I don't like it. They have today off. They play in Long Island tomorrow. Uh, there yeah. is there is, I you know what I am concerned only because I oh didn't like their defensive game and the way they lost that game. They've given up 11 goals in two games. Yeah. No, well it seems like when they make a mistake it's going in the back of their net. And when they're getting opportunities they're not scoring right now. And that's going to that's going to happen throughout the season, but it can't happen to start the season again. No. Uh and it looked so good like like this team when they beat Philly, they beat Washington, who was their other win against? I'm forgetting who else they beat. It was Philly. It was Washington. Lost to Carolina. Lost to Detroit. Lost to Buffalo. Oh, there was the schedule right there. Yeah. So they went Philly, Tampa, Washington. Yeah. Scored so five they, games in each. Uh, five goals in each game. Yeah. Yeah. Looked very good in their wins. Their, scoring goals is not a problem for this team. No. And I think that's like if I'm if I'm if I'm in that if I'm in that players group right now and and we're talking as a group and. I don't think it's time for a closed door meeting or anything, but it's like, guys, we're not going to have an issue scoring goals. Let's just not beat ourselves. Let's quit turning the puck over and let's play much harder D and it, and, and people will say, well, it's, it's systems. This it's systems. That. It's not systems. It's certain moments of the game when players have to do a better job of doing their job. And there's no system that says, the defense didn't take his guy in front of the net. That's not a system thing. That's that's a defenseman not doing his job. There's no system when a guy goes by a guy and does a flyby. That's a that's a one on one. Okay, but you're a one -on -one why do those things that... happen? They can't keep happening. And to me, at some point, we got to start talking about. And they were talking about it last night in the stands. Coaching. Yeah. Well, you could talk to you about putting certain guys on a certain time of the ice um to me those plays aren't coaching it's yes it's, they it's, are if you allow it to happen all the time that's coaching yes if you allow if you allow something to ha continually happen over and over again yeah then you gotta then you gotta make a change but I, i'm not i'm not firing the coach based off the start of the season so far not right now like okay I, so take the whole body of work then is he your coach? If you could hire a coach today to be the coach of the Ottawa Senators, is it DJ Smith? If I'm so, you, 
Well, if I could pick my coach at any coach yep. in the league right now, of course I'm picking somebody that's won a Stanley Cup and somebody that I know is a proven coach. But I don't think this is on DJ so far. I really don't. I, th- I think it's me, on the staff. Well, from what from what I saw last night, the mistakes were that were being made. It's at the end of the day, it comes down to the players. The players have to do a better job in certain situations, and it's from it's everybody. It's everybody on the ice. So, um. To me, when you when you ultimately drop the hammer and you fire your coach, it's when your players are quitting and, and they're uninspired and they're not playing. And I don't see that right now. I don't see a team that's quitting. I see a team that's making, you know, it's not it's not like they've gotten off to a horrific start. I need to see more. Okay, I let me see paint more. this picture then. So you've had DJ for four years now. Mm-hmm. And so we know the record. We know all this. We know a new owner has just come in. We know possibly changes are going to happen. We've seen Steve Steyos come in as president of Hockey Ops. I'm not saying they're quitting. I'm just saying maybe they're just not listening. <laughs> I don't. I, I wouldn't buy that, Wally, that players aren't listening. Like when a player goes at a guy and does a swoop and misses the guy, that's the player knows what to do. He's just not doing a good enough job of doing what he's supposed to do at a key moment of the game. So to me, that's that's more a personnel issue um, of, of like people. It's everybody will say systems and this and that. But at the end of the day, yes, I do agree. It's who you deploy in those situations. But I'll give you a great example. Like I love Thomas Shabbat as a player. He didn't have a good game last night. See, like, and I hate to, I thought he played well. <laughs> and, and i and i don't and, and i didn't watch and, him defensively but i saw he i th- found him very confident offensively with yeah, the puck was my point yeah and here's the thing I, i'm the first guy to defend thomas shabbat i like him i love how he plays but uh front of the net he's gotta be way better um taking guys uh leaving the middle of the ice and and just not doing a good enough job you, you gotta be tougher to play against i'm not just saying he needs to be a tough player and a that's not his game but you can't make it that easy inside the d zone and to me that's been a little bit of trend watching him this year i just think he needs to be def- better defensively he does it's just you can't sugarcoat it he has to be better defensively and he has been at times but it's got to be consistent if you're making that kind of money you you got to be at least consistent defensively and I love him offensively, love him with the puck, love his skating. And I think he's a, you know, he's a good leader and all those things, but he's, he has to be consistently better defensively for this team. I, I, yes, I agree with you. I also think that entire decor, yeah. and I've said this and you think you laugh at me every time I bring it up, is too <laughs> soft. I Listen, I, cross-checking and all that stuff doesn't exist in the game anymore, but I do think they're missing an element on that blue line of a guy that can play – in your top four, like I look at their D and I, I like their D because I love a certain type of defenseman. I, I like how Shabbat, what he brings. I like what Chikrin brings and I like what Sanderson brings. But to me, it would be really nice to have a guy, I'd say in your top five, a Travis Hamannick in his prime. That's what they're missing. Like when you really think <laughs> about it, you go back to, and Hamannick's doing a nice job. He is what he is. He's a, he's a really good five, six, he can kill penalties. Um, he's doing, he's doing exactly what he's supposed to do. When I, I just remember Travis, when he was in playing for the Islanders, that type of guy, but that type of guy is hard to find a right shot defenseman 
that is tough to play against, that makes it tough to get to the front of the net. And like ideally in a perfect world, Wally, if you could find a guy like an Ivan Chernik in Tampa, that is the type of guy to me that the Ottawa Senators could really use. Just bigger body, just plays D. And then you can kind of split up your partners. You have puck moving guy. Well, that's right. why they that's why the partnership of Zub and and that's why Zub and Sanderson work so well together. Because Sanderson does most of the transporting of the puck. He usually goes back and Zub is so safe. He's so reliable. He's not up in the rush. And he's it's that's to me, that's how I love to see my defense built. Ottawa's not quite built that way. Um, so if I was to ever uh, in the future try and tweak how this team was built, that's one thing I would definitely look at is is potentially and it's no it's no slam on A to D. They're they're all great D. It's I I'm with you. I, I think they could use a little something different in that top five. I agree. Uh, now here's the, okay. So let's get to two key moments of the game last night. I'm going to start with Brady Kachuk and the Alex Tuck fight. Uh, less than five minutes to go in the third period. Brady gets the instigator, which means usually an automatic one game suspension, $10,000 fine for the coach, but it gets reviewed and can be rescinded. There any, and today on and Twitter, I'm reading it. There's, People outside of Ottawa, for the most part, that are bent over, they think Kachuk hit uh, Tuck on the way down, and that was a cheap shot, and then he should be mm-hmm. suspended further. I don't have any issue with the fight itself. I I think the instigator gets rescinded. Yeah, To me, it was just a fight based on a play on the ice, which is exactly what they're looking for. They're not looking for the stage fight with less than five minutes to go. I that's that to me is two willing combatants and and it all started the the play all started late in the game you're losing Brady really finishes his first hit on Tuck he comes in it gives him a little extra and it's high it's high it's high and there's a thing if I'm the referee I'm given I'm given Kachuk a penalty right there you want to diffuse the situation so you blew the call there should have been a penalty on Kachuk all of a sudden Alex Tuck's pissed so he sees Brady coming by a little bit of a sneaky play, dirty, but not overly dirty. But if you do that to Brady Kachuk, you know, he's going to come for you after like yeah. Tuck knows it. And then he, and then he, so to me, that starts, it all started first hit Tuck responds, Brady comes and Tuck's like, all right, let's go. So I would be shocked if the NHL doesn't rescind this. It's they're going to look yep. at it. And they're going to see exactly what happened. And I, I, if Brady Kachuk does get suspended, then I think that's just a botched. But I, I, ninety nine percent sure this gets overturned because it's, it's, yeah. it's not like this penalty was created, the instigator, to protect guys that don't want to fight in a blowout win. Last five, the coach sends over a dummy over the boards to go beat Send a guy a up. Send a message, guys. Where there was no message sent. No. The message was, if you're going to give me a cheap shot, I'm going to stand up for myself. And and Tuck thought he was given a cheap shot earlier. So it's two guys that are both pissed off. And to me, what do they say? What types of fights do you want in the game? Two guys. Those are two star players. I know yep. Brady's a little different. He's a little different animal. But hey, you want if you're Tuck and you want to wake up the animal late in the game, you you get what you, you get what you get, right? Just don't poke the bear. Don't poke the bear. Like I'm I like if it's me, 
I'm not doing that to Kachuk. I'm going to chirp him or I'm going to yell at him. I'm going to say something. Yep. I'm not going to do that because I know full well he's coming to fight me after. Like, here's a great example. When I was playing, I said, all I did was say something to Lyle Odeline once. We were winning. I chirped him. Next, next uh, time he was on the ice, he grabbed me and made me fight him. <laughs> <laughs> I had to fight Lyle Odeline. And it how does that go? Of- it's on video if you want to watch it. It's it's still sitting there. I I, uh, I thank God I was kind of strong so I could hold Odie to make sure he didn't kill me. <laughs> He's like 225, 230. I'm like a buck 90. But hey, that's that's part of hockey right now. So I'm surprised too. Two veteran officials that would, you got to know, like you really want to have your, you think that's a big yeah. enough penalty to have Kachuk sit out a game for? Absolutely not. No. Now, if he I, if he came flying over the boards and jumped somebody and forced the guy to fight, then sure, suspend him. But you don't get suspended for that. Not a chance. The so and I see the issue of people think that Brady hit Alex Tuck on the way down. And if I'm if I'm sitting there with my holier than now opinion, it would be, oh yeah, he hit him way late on the ice. Mm-hmm. I've never been in an NHL fight. Yeah. That's to me, that's adrenaline. They're going backward. Like that's yeah. all happening in the fractions of seconds. Yeah. So you can it would be... that, slow it down and go, oh my guys. I so don't this... think he hits him late. Well, this is the thing, Wally. If it's a fight where two guys drop their gloves and it's almost premeditated and they're and they're going, you're probably not as worked up as that. But Brady was right. really worked up because I'm not saying he could have been hurt on that play, but well, he felt hit, knee hit, on knee. Sure. Yeah. When you get hit like that and you're, and it's unsuspecting and, you, and you're not ready for it, that's when you get hurt. We'll go back to remember in the outdoor game when, when Crosby wasn't, wasn't ready. And the, I, I think uh, it was uh Steckle? Uh, Eric Steckle or Eric fair. They basically hit him when he wasn't ready. When you're not yeah. ready and you're not braced for something, that's when you get hurt. And that's when you get pissed off. <laughs> You're you're extra pissed off when you're losing a game at home when you, it's 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 an important game. So, hey, now there's no there's no switch you can turn off while you're fighting, and and the guy's trying to punch you. You're trying to punch him. That's why it's so tough for the linesman to make yeah. sure those shots don't get in. And that was I'm with you. It was adrenaline, and I, I'm sure Brady. Yeah, people will say, yeah, I wasn't trying to hurt him. Yeah, when you are fighting, you are trying to hurt somebody. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. otherwise, unless you're, you're just you're, hanging on, you're trying. Yeah. Right like, there. I, what do you think you fight for? To try and hurt the guy. Here's the one thing, Yorkie, and we'll get the maybe the video for tomorrow is Brady knows Alex Tuck is there. As he loops and makes the swerve or backwards or heads up the ice, he's looked like he turns a couple times and looks up the ice. He knows he's there. So I'm just going to throw this out there. Could he have accidentally, maybe on purpose, found contact with Alex Tuck? Are you a conspiracy theorist here? I I, 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 just, I don't I don't think so. He knows he's there. Yeah, he he stuck the butt out like pretty quickly at the end, though, <laughs> just, just to clip him. I, I don't think so. Like I uh, I think at that point in the game, like he was pretty worked up. Yes. Like yes, he was Brady was but, trying to he was he was trying but to But that's get my point. Going. Was he trying to 
I just want no, you to bump because he uh, I'm going to make you pay. No, I, th- I I felt he fell pretty awkwardly. Okay. And when he when he if if he was knowing it was coming, he probably would have it would have looked more fake. It, to me, that that fall didn't look fake. Like he actually looked like he was close to not hurting himself, but he fell awkwardly, and that's yeah. why he was. And then when you saw him get up so quick, like he was pissed. So I I like your. Uh, I like your sleuthy uh, <laughs> inquiry there, but no, I, 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 I think it's nothing more than two guys are pissed. Maybe Tuck thought he wouldn't fight him, but it's okay. Here we go. I don't think Tuck wanted to fight him. There's that, there's like, that I, little hesitation at the beginning when Brady's like, "We're going," and Tuck's like, "Are you sure?" I'll get. <laughs> Can hey, I talk I'll, you I'll, out of this? You know what? I'll, I'll give Alex Tuck credit though. He dropped the gloves, right? He did. He, he ended up dropping them. Yep, he did. I wouldn't, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, and knowing you're fighting a guy that like that, it's, hey, it's a hockey fight. Instigator's going to get rescinded. If he doesn't, I think it's a, I think it would be an injustice. Okay. Um, so now to the, something I hadn't seen in a while. I don't think ever. Uh, Anton Forsberg takes to the net to start the third period. And then uh, his good friend. Travis Hammond goes, hi, hey, uh, we're, uh, you, you're not playing. You, uh, you gotta go. And then he leaves the ice and then in, uh, and then comes corpse. I don't, that, that's a tough one for me. Now you take me through the room to where possibly this doesn't get communicated to him because somebody somewhere made a big boo-boo. Is Travis, like the bouncer or the manager at a restaurant is like, yeah, <laughs> You weren't invited. Yeah, I don't oh, have you on the list here. Well, this, this is uh, embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I so I'll do, all I can say was to when I was coaching junior hockey, you just you you tell the goalie. It was obviously some kind of somebody forgot to tell them. I think it's as simple as that. And, and I don't know what the order of business is. Maybe. Maybe the goalie coach goes and talks to him, and that and that conversation happens. Maybe at the head coach. I don't know what Ottawa does. I would uh, I would usually just go to the goalie myself and just say, "Hey, uh, we're going to switch up to uh, whatever Corpy here. We're going to get him back. You know, rest up. You've been great this year. Not your night tonight. Simple as that." So I'm sure nobody's trying to embarrass Forsberg. Just a mishap, and the camera. Everybody hey. caught it, which sucks. But that's. This is a professional hockey team Yay. in front of tens of thousands of people. And I just want to make a point. Um, Greg Hodgins in the uh, chat just says, I was sitting behind the bench yesterday. You should have seen how angry Forsberg was coming off. Yeah, Forsberg's pretty even keeled. Yeah. Hey, we didn't have a great night. Didn't have any puck luck. Should have that one behind the net. Probably still mad about that one. Um, and then he got nice embarrassed. Start. Yeah. You know what guys get embarrassed, but that's, Hey, I, what are you going to do? I, I don't know what happened. Somebody obviously didn't tell the goaltender goaltender feels embarrassed. He's pissed. He'll get over it. I, I, yeah, no question. They'll move on. But the thing that ends up happening is they continue just little incidents pile up. Yeah. And that's usually, and at some point there becomes, yeah. I, I the powder honestly, keg explodes. Yeah. Not a great look, but I'd like to know what happened. I all I can do is speculate. Well, I, I, yeah. you, I don't know I'm how disappointed. They do 
Nobody asked no, DJ it's... post game. Yeah, I, yeah. You'd think somebody would ask the question, "What happened?" And all of a sudden, it's diffused, right? And yeah. this is this is what happened. And, and, and instead, everybody's wondering. But hey, he's a big boy; he'll get over it. He's had a nice start to the year. If he's played really well, it's unfortunate. Like you've had back-to-back games now where your goaltender's save percentages have been Ooh, not his, great. Was seven something? Excuse yeah. me, seven seventy-three or something last night. Uh, yeah. Like, the question is now. I guess. I guess you go back with Corpus Allo, right? Well, yeah, that's. Seven. I guess. But, or do you? Do you? Wait a sec. Do you feel you owe it? To to Forsberg to go listen, Let's you go fix this, right the ship. Yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. I think you. I think you go over the tape, and if you go and look at the goals, the two on one. That's to me. That's more on the D man. You can't let that pass go across there. He had no chance on that. The double tip from the point. He had the tip to one stick to the other stick. Really, no chance on that. Um. The one I really didn't like was the one from behind the net. That like that can't go in. But like I said, hey, you're gonna have off nights. That was an off night for. I'm not gonna sit here and because Forsberg's been really good so far. Like he's he had a bad, not a bad night. He just had a not a great night. So I don't know. I I would probably go to Corpusalo, see what Corpusalo if if he has a bounce back because that's kind of what you've been doing and and hopefully he gets going for you because that's yet. He was signed to come in here, and 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 I think if you don't go to Corpusalo, you're kind of saying I don't really trust you, and I think it's too early to not trust Corpusalo, right? At least that would be the messaging. If I was Corpusalo, it's like, hey, if I play bad, I'm not in the net next game. Why is you know it's why are you not trusting me this early in the season? So I'll be, I would be surprised if Corpusalo is not starting next game. I think it's I think it's too early to say. We're going back with Forsberg, and because we don't, and, and you want to get Corpusello going too. Like to me, this is like, hey, you're in. We need you. It's time for you to do what the other goalies have done to us in the last couple of games. Because that you got to give some credit too. Like Buffalo had excellent goaltending last night, and Huso I thought was 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 exceptional on that Detroit game. Ottawa needs one of their goalies to do that on the road for them. And it has to happen next game. They need one of the goalies to step up because you need that right now. Okay. Let me put it to you this way then. Uh, Anton Forsberg is a career two and five lifetime against the New York Islanders, including a two and four record at Long Island. There you go. Meanwhile, Corpusalo four, four and three, but he's just two, three and one at Long Island. Yeah. I'm going Corpusalo. If I if I make a decision, I'm going with Corpusalo. I'm going to put him in, and I'm going to show that uh, I want to see him bounce back. Does or does it matter who the uh, they play Washington Saturday? Does it matter? No. Like, it doesn't sometimes matter. you look at different opponents right coming up. You go, well, maybe. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You're just as the coach right now and the goalie coach. You're just hoping whoever you do start proves to you that they can bounce back after having a subpar game. Pittsburgh. Sorry. I got. I was off. Uh, Pittsburgh plays here. Uh, they play in Pittsburgh on Saturday. So Pittsburgh, that'll by the a, way, that'll be a good one. They're they're not doing well. Yeah, Pittsburgh, Washington, what's, what's, the last two teams in the East. Yeah, yeah, Pittsburgh. Uh, be interesting one. You know, we had Colby Armstrong on with us the other day. He's he he likes what they're doing. Like he thinks he thinks they'll be there at the end of the year. But man, that's an old team, eh? Like that's a oldest team man. in the league. 
that's an old team. I think Beach. they're either they're yeah, I think they're oldest and Washington's second oldest. Yeah. Tell you this island this islanders game coming up tomorrow night. That's that ain't gonna be no cakewalk. That is a tough team to play against defensively. They've got good goaltending. They make you earn everything you get. Like this is gonna be a it's gonna be a really good test. Ottawa just like I said, you you gotta stop. Your skill will take care of itself. Make it harder for the other team to get to the neutral zone, and you got to clamp down in your own zone. Uh, I I completely agree. So, how, and I'll put it to you this way, Yorkie, is that it is. And someone's made the comment, and I was going to bring it up. It is three and three on the season. We've clearly established that, mm-hmm. but they've played five home games, and mm-hmm. we all said about this stretch here at the beginning of the season when they play 13 of 18 or 13 of 17 at home they gotta make hay that's the concern mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I'll be concerned if they don't have a good road trip here. If you if you lose these two games, then I I will be concerned. You you drop to three and five, but you're five hundred right now. There's yeah, I, I understand the history where people are at, but I'm I'm not concerned until I see this team because I it's not an effort thing to me. It's just, it's, you, it's, it's of playing smarter. You just have to play smarter. Like you just don't make it easy for the other team. Um, and I, like I said, this, these next two games are going to be very interesting to watch because it's going to be, at least for me watching, it's, it's, it's going to give me a pretty good barometer of what kind of team, how do you bounce back after losing two games at home? What are you like? What what's your intestinal fortitude like? What type of team you are, and that's that's going to show me a lot these next two games, especially playing against a tough team like New York, because hey, it's you win that game, all of a sudden things change. You beat Pittsburgh, yeah. you're five and three. So, ten game mark is big for me. You 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 can't re- you. I know, like I said, P- 
people have reason to be leery about yes. things. Yes. But this is how teams do things. They look at things in usually five game segments. Five game segments. But if you're the general manager, if you're really evaluating everybody, you give it 10 games to see where you're at as a team. And quite honestly, a lot of teams don't make changes until the 20 game mark. But I don't think Ottawa has the luxury of waiting to see how bad things get. If and I don't foresee them getting that bad, but if they do, that's usually, especially too, you got new eyes in here right now, right? You got, you have an owner and a president of hockey ops that are coming in, getting acclimated, seeing how things work and getting firsthand eyeballs on things. And, and they'll know, they'll know soon enough what they want to do and what they don't want to do. It's just six games to me is just, is just too early to really press that panic button and run around with your hair on fire and say, you got to blow everything up. I think it's not there yet. The team's three and three. Let's see how they bounce back on the road this week. Just say my name, Yorkie. It's okay. Just say my name. My hair's on fire. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it's good to be the opposite view. I, I don't want it. There's a lot of people that are just, they're a little. Oh upset. my God. After the game last night, the fire DJ was trending. Yeah. Blow it yes, up, but, fire. Uh, but you so that's the passion in which a fan gets that's their that's their their money, yeah. right? That's what they I get. Think, that's the only way they can voice what they want and their yeah. displeasure. If people want to say fire DJ, it's not like he's five and oh, six and oh to start the season. I'm okay. You get to voice that. You get yeah, to yeah, say yeah. what you want. You've paid hey, your listen. money. This is your chance to exactly say how you feel. So I is it the question is, is it the uh, vocal majority, a minority, or is it the silent majority? And I'm starting to lean towards it's a more vocal majority that's making this noise. I don't know. Usually, the most unhappiest people are the loudest voices on, on social media. Um, yes, yeah. but if you're at, so, do you just think you know everybody what? at the rink just thought they would all just get involved in the chant because, well, it's fun. Yeah, no, people, people like, want, I, I agree. People want playoffs. They want it this year. And, and I think this team should be a playoff the way they're built. They're at, they're a cap team. They're a cap team. So if you're a cap team, you got to be in the playoffs. It's as simple as that. And they're on, a mismanaged cap team. Well, that's another conversation. If, <laughs> if uh, like the fact Pinto is not like, that's oh, Jesus. We can, we can talk all yeah. day about that, but you know what's amazing too? This team started off better with uh, with Norris not playing, and I'm not saying Norris is the problem, but no, no, he was no minus way. five though last night. But to my point, they were playing simpler because you're missing a player, and it's like right. we will play simple. We're we're gonna we're gonna manage the puck better. We're not gonna put ourselves in the bad situations. And now all of a sudden, hey, Norris is back. We've now got a one, two, three. We got a one, two of uh, Stutzla and Norris. Hey, we're going to score lots of goals and win, and we're going to try these plays. We're going to, and it's, it's, you start getting away from high percentage hockey. And that's how you win in this league. You win in this league from playing high percentage hockey um, and not beating yourselves. So, so we'll see this is okay. We'll Here's what I do, Yorkie. I'm taking Josh Norris and putting him with Tarasenko and Joseph. And I'm moving Ridley know, Gregg down. And the Joseph's only reason... Been so, Joseph's been so good with Ridley Gregg. And uh, okay. you got to get... Tarasenko's producing too. 
Drake Batherson, Josh Norris, and Dominic Kubalik are horrendous defensively. You can't leave them all together. <laughs> Who were the plus minuses last night? J Josh was a career high or low, depending on how you want to view it. Uh, yeah. Minus five. Drake Batherson, yeah. minus four. Dominic Kubalik, minus three. Yeah. Now, if Bob was here, he'd say, ah, it doesn't matter. But then again, he do, does know <laughs> that those numbers are extremely high. And, I, and one of them, minus, one of the minus five, minus was five the stings. empty netter. Yeah. 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 And so, he was on for some of the, the one from behind the net, I think. Well, he's probably on for all of them pretty well. Uh, yes. Because <laughs> he scored a like, goal. <laughs> well, it was power play. Power play wouldn't count. That was the backdoor uh, power play. He doesn't miss from that spot, but like I wa I watched Norris pretty closely last night, and I like Norris a lot as a player. And that's one of the things I was noticing. It's like there's piles in the neutral zone, and you're kind of hoping the puck gets poked by to you so you can get a two-on-one, you can get an outnumbered rush. It's Instead of being on the right side of the puck, too many times, it's not just Norris, like a lot of their forwards in last night's game, you just be on the defensive side of things. And they got to do a way better job of getting in front of the lanes. You can't let those little wristers get to the net. You, you hear coaches talking about layers. You got to have your first layer, your second layer, and and everybody making sure that front of the net, those little squibblers don't get through. Because when they get through, well, we saw what happens. Bad, bad things happen. But I don't know. I, I don't know if I would break up. Like Joseph is, he was good again, and so was. So this is not. I, I want to make this clear. I'm. This is not because I want to break the lineup. I think they played very well. Mm -hmm. I just think they, Ridley Gregg needs to maybe be the defensive conscience between Kubalik and Batherson. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, that's how many games now has Norris played since he's been back? What's this game uh, number? Uh, he's played three. I would say that first game when he played extremely well. You're playing that game on adrenaline. Because you're Absolutely. not in game, you're not on game, you're not in game shape. So you you didn't play any exhibition games. You got into game one. Ton of adrenaline carried you. Um, yeah, hey, he's got to be better defensively. You can't you can't argue that minus five. But you got I give him a little bit of rope because he's to me that's what happens. You're you're playing yourself back in the game shape. I'd give him another game. Give him another game and see what happens if they have another stinker like that defensively then 100 you got to break him up but i want to see more it's it's evaluating a guy after he's missed that much game time we we threw the stat out there a couple shows ago was it 200 and some days where he hasn't played a game 270 it's, days yeah 270 days so good thing is he's scoring <laughs> bad thing is he's minus five um <laughs> but again that's when your highest paid players you need him now to start stepping up should start being in better game shape now, uh, feeling better on the ice. And uh, it does take a while, man. I tell you, I missed all training camp one year. Um, I know Josh had training camp, but getting into getting up to game speed and the and and everything that happens, it does it does take a while. Camp. Who Norris? Yeah, he did. Not really. He he was skating around the ice playing D. He yeah. didn't play any well, games. So but there you I, go. Yeah, you answered your own question then. He needs I know. To, he needs, not, to get he needs some time, but he did have four shots on goal last night. Did yeah. He was uh, six for nine in the face-off circle, 67%. So mm -hmm. 
he's doing lots of good things. I just don't like him with that. I don't like that line together. That's all I'm saying. Uh, by the way, how you how you feeling if you're poor Kubalik right now? The guy hasn't gotten a point yet to start this because I think he was shut out again last night, right? No, he has a he has a point. Does he not? Unless he got one last night, I'll, I feel uh, like he's got a goal or an assist. No, he doesn't have any goals. What? Oh, hang on a second. What? <laughs> I gotta check it right now. Um, Come on, you're the stats guy. You're supposed to know this stuff. Well, I yeah, I'll tell but... you right now. He's got he's got nothing across the board. I thought he had a point. Oh, oh goodness. Um, well, no, he made he made a play a couple games ago. He hit the forward on the forecheck. It bounced to Batherson, and uh, Batherson put it out to Norris, and they scored. So he made the play, but didn't get a point. Last night again, same thing. Sorry about the dog. Uh, okay. Behind the net, got involved. No point, but. If you're a guy that's used to getting 20 goals, putting up numbers, you're in the last year of your contract, you're on a one-year deal, you're starting to get a little nervous. Like, you're starting to get, it's not the, uh, you know, you got Tarasenko on one hand, who's leading the team in points. People can say what they want about him five on five, but he's producing, right? That's what he's That's what he's paid to do. Yep. He's paid to produce. Would you still rather have Pinto in your lineup over Tarasenko? Yeah, I would, but Tarasenko's doing. Wait, you're, you want Shane Pinto in your lineup over Vladimir Tarasenko? A thousand percent. Really? A thousand but now they're two percent. different players, which is why it's an odd. Vladimir Tarasenko leads your team in scoring. He's got four multi-point games. Yeah. And listen, I'm not going to sit here and say he's had a... He's doing exactly what he should be doing. Putting up points. Mind you, he got a goal. He got the one goal and a 5-1 and then another goal. So... Those aren't really key points at key moments. And I think the game before he had a couple. It's where where you're getting those points. But hey, I'm not going to discredit him for what he's doing. But I just look for me where the Ottawa Senators are in their development. Yeah. I'd rather have the right shot center in my lineup versus a an aging player that's not going to be with your team long term. Like, come on. Like, like really? I, you're actually asking me that question? Yes. Vladimir Tarasenko has like six 30 goal seasons. Yeah. These are not the same type of players though. Uh, Vladimir Tarasenko is an elite offensive hockey player, right? I don't care that he struggled last year or whatever. This guy can put up points. Shane Pinto has played 99 career games. Yeah. I'm for me. And this is just me. I'm building my team to have a run in the playoffs next year. I'm building it to be a playoff team this year for sure. And then next year I could see this team making a run. So I look where I, where Shane Pinto, he plays this year, has another great year building off his 20 goal season being my, well, why are they losing right now? Because they're not great defensively. Shane Pinto is going to be your third line center. Most likely for the future. That's got a defensive conscience He's a right shot taking draws. So right now, you've got Ridley Gregg, Josh Norris, uh, Tim Stutzla, all left-handed centermen. Like, come on. A right shot centerman that's young is going to be part of your core for the future or a guy that puts up points that's going to be with you for one year. Come on. Like, who who do you think I'm taking? (laughs) Hank, but you also, and people are starting to mention this in the comments. Vladimir Tarasenko threatened to kill Dylan Cousins last night. Hey, you listen, need I, that fire. I, I hey, listen. I Tarasenko is doing exactly what he should be doing. He's putting up points. He is who he is. 
he's not the same Tarasenko he was back in his prime, but he's he's doing exactly what he should be doing. That's that's what he is, like five on five. He's not an elite player anymore, but you give him a little time, you give him some space, he can make a good pass, he can make a good play. And I listen, I loved what he did at the end of the game. He had some fire, he was showing up. But you'd have to be nuts to not want Shane Pinto in your lineup right now. Like, really? And don't forget. <laughs> I don't no, forget. No, I get it. But don't forget. Don't forget. Pinto is only going to cost you whatever, two, two and a half. So you got another two and a half to sign somebody else to help your depth. So it, it's, and like I said, I, why are, why is Ottawa losing less? Why are they losing? Are they losing because they're not scoring enough? Why are they losing? Because they don't want to play defense. So do you really think you need more goals? Is that the reason why you're losing? We cheer for more not. goals, Yorkie. Defense no. is boring. Light the house on fire and get up the ice. It's just it's just a shame that Pinto's not here. He's part of your future. He's part of where this team needs to be. Him not being signed right now is 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 it's just a it's just a mishap that should have been handled better. And no discredit to Tarasenko. He's had a real nice start to the season. Uh, not discrediting him at all, but you'd have to be nuts not to want a right shot forward in your lineup right now versus a guy that it's just it's just it's just common sense. Well, I'm not taking my leading scorer out of the lineup, so it's <laughs> all it's all I'm. Saying. Hey, he's been good. I'll give him that. He's been he's been he's been good. Um, okay, before we go, I got some work to do, and then I got to talk to you about some other stuff. Uh, this show. Uh, proudly presented by DoorDash. If we, uh, if you haven't already heard, we have a. They've come on board as a partner for us this season. Uh, go to DoorDash, download the app. For a limited time, our listeners can get twenty five percent off, zero delivery fees on their first order of fifteen dollars or more when you download the app at DoorDash. Enter code Nation twenty five, all uppercase letters. That's twenty five percent off, up to a ten dollar value, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app at in the App Store. Uh, co- the code Nation twenty five. 25% off your first order, offer valid in Canada, subject to change. And also by our good friend at Wendy's. Uh, soon to come out with the uh, Daily Faceoff Wendy's Survivor Pool. We'll keep you posted on when it's up and running on the Daily Faceoff website. Uh, download the Wendy's app now so that when uh, you get all set up and registered, all your prizes will go right into that app, which includes lots of free food, uh, plus $5,000 at the end of the year. Uh, you can run it from Monday to Saturday. So yeah, Monday to Saturday, and then the prize is out on Sunday, and then start all over again on the following Monday. That's the uh, Wendy's Daily Faceoff Survivor Pool. Uh, Yorkie, Troy, uh, Troy Mann is uh, back behind the bench. He got a job yesterday with Kingston in the OHL. It's great to see him back. Um, I know he's done some work there, obviously, uh, in the past with those guys. So it's good to see Troy Mann, who I will say this till the end, blue in the face, was unfairly... Uh, fired and so now i'm glad to see him behind the bench again yeah you know you know the man brothers quite well don't you i don't know them at all i just uh i've listened to both troy and trent speak at different coaching conferences uh very smart guys um and just knowing people they they are guys that just understand development and like i said i don't know them but i look at their body of work it's it's it's, it's been impressive and well and both of them quickly right back at work. So that yeah. just proves the point that they are very good at what they do. And so um, don't, let's not forget when Tr- Trent Mann was running the draft, uh, Ridley Gregg was part of that. The high-end well, picks obviously are easy to look at, but 
He's done a lot of excellent work. He's the one that wanted Shane Pinto and fought for him. Well, probably, um, uh, Wally, probably if you look back at the draft, a lot of people, there is a big debate when you're looking at those two defensemen with Sanderson and Drysdale. Mm-hmm. This, like, that's that's a franchise altering pick right there. Like, again, did you, if you want to, I'll just tell fans this right now. You want to look at another positive sign for the, the Sens? Jake Sanderson was your best player last night again. <laughs> again. The way he defends. So that pick in the draft, that wasn't a popular pick with a lot of people. So I, I, I thought that was like, you know, you get Stutzla, you get Kachuk. I don't think there was a lot of debate when those two names came up, but there was a lot of debate when Sanderson came up. And the whoever made the final say on that pick, man, deserves a huge pat on the back. I do have a little bit of info I found out recently. Oh, yeah? In the 2020 draft, uh, Roby Yarventi was selected 33rd overall by Ottawa. The next pick was J.J. Paterka of the Buffalo Sabres. J.J. Paterka was the choice of Trent Mann. Oh, yeah? He, he wanted, as far as I'm told, he wanted J.J. Paterka and was overruled. And they went with Roby Arvente. So it'll be interesting to follow how that plays out. Yeah. As of right now, Paterka has played 86 NHL games with 34 points. Arvente has yet to make his NHL debut. Yeah. The, the draft, I'll say this about the draft. It's especially with junior players, with, with OHL, Western Quebec. Guys change so much. So scouting and picking players is an art to project where these guys are going to be. The difference from major junior hockey to the pros is astronomical. Mm-hmm. The biggest difference, Wally, smart players in junior can really cheat on how to get offense. And you can cheat the game because you're smarter than other guys. And you can smart or guys that aren't so clever at projecting will can get fooled by some of these guys of how they play and say, wow, he put up a hundred points in junior. So he's, going to be an offensive guy when he's older well not all the time because junior it's just it's it's so much different when you get to the pros where everybody knows how to usually angle and and cut off time and space and all of a sudden your little tricks that worked in junior ain't working in the nhl and that's why to me the guy the guys that can really cherry pick talent are uh they're worth so much i agree and it's fun to like People all say when you see them in junior, like, oh, yeah, he's going to dominate the NHL, and it no. never happens. No, no. It gets such a different game, and it changes yep. drastically. So it's yep. you see it throughout all of minor hockey, right? One year to the next, yeah. you can be a, like you could be the leading scorer in your team one year, and the next year you could be a fourth-line player. It, yeah. oh. it changes all the time. Yeah. It's – yeah, our, our minor hockey is oh, – we can get on a whole tangent here about minor hockey of coaching to win, coaching to develop – Wow, it's just it's anyway. It changes so much. You're exactly right. Yes. Uh, all right. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. There's more to discuss from this game. A little bit. Uh, we will get into perhaps more of. Uh, should there be some line juggling? The Sens will have had their morning skate. We'll see if there's any changes before we do our next show, which is at 3 p.m. on Thursday, Yorkie. I look forward yes. to seeing you again. Yeah. This is what's this going to be? Three days in a row with you? Jesus uh, four, actually. Oh, God. See, I they just a, fly by when you work with me. I'm going to eat a long weekend. <laughs> Go back to the, your yoga class, okay? 
Uh, I'm going to get some cryotherapy later. Going in the freezing cold uh, minus 140 chamber. I can uh, just wait a couple 20s. weeks. You just walk outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're almost there, right? <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for watching, Yorkie. Thanks for hopping on. Uh, our half hour show went an hour. So uh, we'll do this again tomorrow. <laughs> All right. See you, Wally. See you, everybody. Coming in hot is brought to you by Botano.ca. Please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel to never miss an episode. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.